Jay, Trent, welcome to Coffee with Pros. Happy to have you guys here. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. So I, I know, Trent, you run a Discord. Yeah. Titan Trades. That's right. And Jay, you're an investor. Yeah, investor and day trade here and there. Options. Perfect. All yeah. right. Yep. Jay's an admin in our moderator. You know, moderator. Yeah. Discord. Discord. And, yeah. and you can explain, you guys can explain to the viewers what a Discord is as well. And yeah. Yeah. Trent, tell us a little bit more about what you do, how you mm -hmm. got to where you're at, about your success and your struggle. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, I run a Discord, and a Discord is basically just like a chat room, you know, a community uh, where people, you know, share ideas, communicate. Uh, there can be different, you know, reasons for a Discord, you know, like uh, music, art, gaming. So for ours is option trading, you know, stock market trading. Um, so every day I host a live trading Zoom call um, with, uh, you know, a bunch of different traders, and we trade um, options trade options every day so um, I run that call you know I market open for the first couple hours of the day and you know we try to get a couple good trades usually we're trading like spy or QQQ the major ETFs or you know uh, Apple Microsoft Tesla names like these so yeah that's a little introduction about uh, discord and kind of what we do perfect yeah and Jay you're a moderator you're an admin there um, yeah I would like to add to that um, it sounds so simple, like we just are on the call, but if you're a trader, it keeps you so much more, con it gives you confidence, I feel like, if you're trading with 50 other people, or if you're trading with 100 other people. If you're taking a play, you have someone noticing your back, like, hey, this might go wrong, or hey, you might have to have this stop loss. So I think just having that Zoom call really helps, and being a moderator, um, you know, you're just alerting plays, whatever you think, and um, people can take those plays, people can miss those plays, it's really up to them. Um, but entry and exit is usually what we focus on. So any moderator has to make sure if he enters a play and when, whenever he exits it, he has to let you know at ASAP, right. basically. Right, because yeah. every second is crucial. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. we do a lot of scalping. So that's in and out of trades very quickly. You know, it could be minutes. Under 10 minutes, right? Yeah, usually 10, 15 minutes, okay. five minutes or less even comes sometimes, even less than a minute. You yeah. know, if we get the, you know, options, you know, move a lot faster than normal stocks so you can get – you know, 20, 30, 50, 100% return in a very short amount of time. Mm -hmm. So, Very intriguing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and sometimes even if you don't get those 100%, you know, we have done a full chart, which we can show you. Like even if you did 2% or I think the key is 3%. Yeah. If you did 3% a compound day. compound interest calculator, if you uh, do 2% a day, this is what I used to tell my students, 2% a day starting with 1,000 because most people start with about $1,000 account. 2% mm -hmm. uh, compounded every day for one year would, uh, come out to over you know one hundred seventy five thousand dollars. Yeah. So obviously we're not robots, you know, and we're not going to hit every single right. uh, green trade or you know for you know every day for a year. But uh, you know that's what you could strive for. And you know even if you um, you know uh, you know don't end up hitting one hundred percent green trades, you know you'll still you know do great by compounding those profits over and over. And consistency is the key. Absolutely. Right. And you guys have about ten thousand members. Yeah, we have over ten thousand users yeah. in the Discord. About five hundred VIP. Paying members. Yeah. I'm one of them. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I have a lifetime right. membership. Yeah. yeah. And this is how we networked through the Discord. Mm -hmm. And yep. you guys are the new age buyers. You guys are going to be ready within the next two to five years. Yeah. And you need to be prepared. There's your 10,000 members. That's, I believe that's how they generate most of their income, correct? Possibly through trades. Yeah. I'm sure, uh, you know, everyone that joins the discord, you know, wants to, you know, make most of their income through trading or, mm -hmm. you know, uh, supplement their nine to five right. uh, with the trading. And that's the goal, you know, is to help people, uh, you know, 
uh, quit their nine to five. Right? And even you know? if you're not a paying VIP member or just even if you're part of the community, you still get up to date news on what's going on in the market. You know, you get to look at what people are thinking, even mm -hmm. if you're just an investor. You know, I, I usually invest long term. And if I if I feel like every month or maybe every week, I'll just look at the newsletter and be like, hey, what's going on? You know, what's going on in the market? Rather than me opening MarketWatch, Bloomberg, you know, opening. Right. It's Baker's all centralized. Room. It's all centralized, all yeah. in one app, you know, so and much easier. I must give some props to Scrub. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much. Every Scrub Sunday. Nugget. Scrub Nugget. <laughs> Scrub Nugget, right. Every admin puts out a very excellent watch list. Yeah. Every yeah. Week. So uh, the, the strategy here is, okay, I'm making money now. Mm -hmm. Let's say you become a successful trader and investor. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. How do I buy my house? I don't Absolutely. have W-2s. That's I don't, the next step. <laughs> I don't, yeah. Right. So you need I'll, to show, like, uh, income. Right. right. I'm not so incorporated. If you're a trader or, you know, you're like me, you know, I'm making money, you know, through my Discord. Um, it's not like a normal job. So right. How do but I go about? It's still income. It's still income. And mm -hmm. you have to pay taxes at the end of the year as well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I got bummed <laughs> at the beginning of the year last year. <laughs> yeah. So. Right. So. How do we, how do we prepare you? That's yeah, that's, that's the, the premise question of this. for you. Yeah, that's so, why we're here. <laughs> perfect. So I, I believe you're incorporated, correct? Yes. Excellent. So he you're is, one step ahead. I'm not. Um, uh, I'm looking to get Titan Trades Incorporated. Getting incorporated, of course, is the key. Mm -hmm. And depend. So you need to stop, talk to a specialist regarding you know whether you go with an LLC, mm -hmm. a partnership, if you have other partners, an S corp or a C corp. Mm -hmm. Once you have that established, then look into setting up a business bank account. I'm mm -hmm. not sure if you have one yet. Got it. You have that ready. And then now you have your cash revenue. You have your transfers from your investment account. Mm -hmm. And again, talk to a tax specialist to see how you can work on those capital gains now that potentially I think you might fall under the day trading rule. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm, I'm not a tax specialist. So again, consult Makes with sense. one of them. Mm -hmm. And I don't know the additional tax benefits you know, for doing that anyway, once you have your business bank account, you have your, you've been incorporated, mm -hmm. you get yourself the cash flow within, and then within 12 months of consistent cash flow, we can use that as income. We can use what's uh, a bank statement program. Mm -hmm. Minimum down payment is 10%. Bank statement program, that's what you call it? Yes, it's a 12 month, it could be a business or personal bank statement program. If you're not incorporated, you can use your personal bank account. Okay. So you're still you're still good. Yeah, I'm still yeah. using my personal. There you go. So if you let's say you wanted to buy a house tomorrow, just go into your bank, give me your 12 months bank statements, and we can look into a program for you. Sure, the interest rate does differ, mm -hmm. and it's all subject to credit approval. Of course, your your interest rate is based off your credit score, and how much down payment you're putting down. So and your debt ratio comes back it comes down to that and how much interest rate does it differ by uh roughly about two percent so if you were a w-2 guy working 12 months out of the year versus if you're a businessman so you right would, you might pay more two percent more yes according to your bank statement program. more or less more yes or less okay. your credit probably it's right? pr it's private financing okay as opposed to you going with an fha three and a half percent down okay that's a government loan uh -huh. so it, that loan is guaranteed by the federal government and yeah. If there's any default, they'll make the lender or investor whole, 100%. Okay. So that's where you get a better interest rate because there's really no liability to the investor. That makes sense. Now, if you go with conventional financing that's backed by Fannie Mae or Freddie Mac, mm -hmm. uh, that one is if if let's say you purchase a house with anywhere from five to 19% down, mm -hmm. you have private mortgage insurance. 
Okay. So you're paying private mortgage insurance, which is PMI, every mm -hmm. single month to protect the investor from default. Okay. So your interest rate is slightly better than your FHA. Mm -hmm. Now we have your private financing. That's your business bank statement program, your personal bank statement program. That one's, you have your skin in the game, which is 10%. Well, the private investor has 90% in there. So sure, the interest rate is higher. So you need to make sure that you entice investors to invest in your firm as, as a lender to provide this program. That makes sense. As, an, as a businessman, having an, uh, an S-Corp, a C-Corp, it shouldn't matter what interest rate you truly have because okay. you can deduct it. If you have the you have a CPA or a tax person check out your, your finances, uh -huh. you can have a 20% or a 30% and you can deduct all that interest if you qualify for those additional deductions, your write-offs. Okay. So I previously helped a CPA mm -hmm. do one of these programs and she knows numbers. Okay. She has a perfect credit score. She had the down, she put about 150,000 down. Mm -hmm. Her interest rate about six months ago was 9%. Okay. The going rate for a conventional loan program at that time was about five and a quarter. Yeah. So she didn't, she didn't hesitate. She understood what she had. She knew that she had not filed taxes, mm -hmm. not appropriately, but you know, she wasn't a W2 employee and she was writing off most of her income. All right, I want to buy a house, yet I can't prove my income. What do I do? Well, these programs are available for you guys, especially the new age buyer. You guys, you know, 10,000 members, let's say 50% of those are ready to buy within two years. Uh -huh. All right, well, let this video be of help. Let this be something that can prepare you for that journey. So if you're a W2, if you're on W2 making 150K, basically, um, versus if you're in business making 150K, you apply for the bank statement program, you get nine, let's say 10%, keep it even, 10% yeah. interest rate. As a W-2, you get 5% interest rate. In both those cases, if the bank statement program, if I as an investor, would I be able, do you think I would be able to write off 5% out of that 10%? Depend. Well, of course, you can write off, in California, or actually I believe that the IRS rule is you can write deduct up to 750,000 of interest. So your loan amount, can, if, if your loan amount is seven hundred fifty thousand, mm -hmm. your interest your interest rate is twenty percent. You can write off all that interest so up to seven hundred fifty thousand. That means my loan amount. Cannot that exceed, means my house yeah. has to be worth a million or less, right? Because if my loan amount is seven hundred fifty thousand. Yeah, that, that's the max, right? Okay. So let's say you buy a house for five hundred thousand. Okay, then I'm good. You're, you're good. Even seven hundred. Let's say if you buy a house at eight hundred thousand, but your loan amount is let's say you put ten percent down, your yeah, loan amount I'm will be so, under seven fifty. Okay. Yeah. So. So this program is if you're buying a house less than a million, it works really well. For tax per uh, tax purposes, yes. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Very but even point. even so, you can let's say you buy a million dollar house, you can still you could still you could just increase your down chunk. payment and then make make the loan go to 700k and taken exactly advantage so you keep it that way and so it's basically you're leveraging that makes sense yeah, yeah. so that's where there, there's a benefit so yes you're a w-2 individual when you're a w-2 individual you can't really write much of it off versus you being a, a business owner gotcha and then both the ways you take are is refinance uh available for, available both, options. for both options let's say you buy your house and then interest rates right now are Crazy high. Yes. They've been here before. Yeah. <laughs> just 
most people just they have a, we we all have a short term memory, but rates have been here before, and yeah. people in the '70s saw them in the double digits. Absolutely. I mean, Kevin O'Leary recently said um, on a live podcast and said, um, "People think it's crazy rates, but I've bought properties at this rates, and I still do." You know, and it is it is common for people to buy at this rate. You know, the, the biggest but fear not, is not just the uncertainty. Much. Absolutely, right. That's Absolutely. what it is. That's a problem. But for people like Kevin O'Leary, that's yeah. Not a problem. He, yeah. yeah. So yeah. that makes sense. Kevin. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they see that. So yes, the the refinance avenue is available for both the ways. Yes. Yeah, so okay. let's say in you get a job after you buy your house, mm-hmm. you decide to give yourself a put yourself under your own payroll. Mm-hmm. Now you have a W two. You wait two years, then you can now qualify for the traditional, the conventional financing. That's another strategy as well. Can you mix and match both of them? If the house is, if the house that I'm buying is two million, can I use 750 of that? Put maybe 15 percent down, and then use. Do you get what I'm saying? Yes, I do. No, you, you cannot have, mix it's and like, match. It's either okay. or. Either, either or. or. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. What type of credit do you need to qualify for these programs? 680 minimum credit score. Okay. Which is very decent. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Very decent. And there's also algorithms that can help you with, you know, boosting your boosting credit scores. Boosting your credit scores. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. these algorithms help. Mm-hmm. And regarding the this this loan program again, mm-hmm. there's also the private financing with with these loan programs. It's 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 just amazing. It's just there's a negative connotation, or it's just there's a lot of unknown, a lot of uncertainty with these. Uh-huh. You hear the non-QM, the non-traditional financing, and people hear the interest rates, you know, ten percent. And they hesitate. Well, conventional financing rates are in the sevens to eights, so mm-hmm. they're not far off. Yeah. But at the same time, it's these programs are meant for individuals that want to buy a house and know exactly what they're getting into. But not only that, they can't prove income. But again, you guys are investors. You have your Discord, and you get money through Cash App, Zoom. Uh, excuse me, uh, Zelle, Venmo. Yeah, mm-hmm. Venmo, Cash App, Zelle. PayPal, credit card, Stripe payments. Yeah, so it's all cash. So, you know, that is also income. Yeah, cash income. Right. And you as an investor as well, day trading options. Yeah, yeah, you can paper trail it and you can use, you know, your capital gains as, of course, if if you, again, if you show this as a day trader, which talk to your tax specialist about that day trading rule. Mm -hmm. And you can be, I believe, designated a pro- like not a professional, but a day trader. Yeah. yeah, like at the moment, I'm writing off quarter of my rent as my office rent. There you go. Yeah, yeah. And that rule allows you to write off more than three thousand of your losses too. If you yeah, absolutely. Uh, qualify as mark to mark. Yeah, trading, and if you're and if you're making only thirty thousand in the market, it changes every year. But last year was thirty two thousand. If you're making thirty two thousand dollars or less in the market, you're not paying single capital gains tax. So that's two grand a month, right. free from Uncle Sam. That's amazing. Yeah, so, yeah keep a, keep an eye. Yeah, yeah, yeah on that. Uh, anyway, uh, strategizing to buy your house now. Let's say you guys are ready to buy your house. It's been two years, and all right, or it's been a year, whenever the time will be. But let's say it's here. Mm-hmm. In this current market environment, it is a it's no longer a seller's market. It's now turned into a buyer's market. Mm-hmm. And there's a power vacuum. I've mentioned it in my previous podcast. Sellers still think they have the power, mm-hmm. and buyers don't realize that they have the power. So it's up for grabs. But on we'll the buyer side, okay, it's on the buyer side. Okay. We we're, we're seeing the the homes sit longer. Mm-hmm. Sellers are slowly getting desperate, and they're we focus on helping buyers. We don't help. I'm a real estate broker, but I 
don't list any homes. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not trying to bash the sellers at all. Yeah. Because without sellers, we have no buyers. Yeah, absolutely. So we, we need each other. But this is the reality. The last two years, they 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 were they were living the life. They yeah. were mm-hmm. <laughs> receiving twenty to fifty offers and they were just looking at the highest the highest number. Yeah. They didn't absolutely. care. It's like, all right, best and best and highest. What yeah. what is it? That's what I'll take. Well now, you know, they're feeling the pain. Mm-hmm. Now the buyers are on the sidelines waiting for the market to do its thing and for the entire economy to figure out what's what's going to do. Either go into a recession, we're in a recession, yeah. I don't know, and I'm no economist and I don't like to project anything. But I mean, we changed the definition of recession. <laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs> we did. Um, Phillies yeah, didn't win. <laughs> Phillies didn't, didn't win. win. That, that's what oh. got me. I'm like, oh god, we're not going to recession anymore. Phillies aren't winning. Should we celebrate? We should celebrate. Honestly, <laughs> hopefully we don't. You know, no one wants to see a recession. But right, no, no, yeah. It's it's so a lot of the buyers are waiting for foreclosures, and they're waiting for 2008. Say, look, look yeah. at look so at jobs. Look the, at the labor market. Yeah, that's what I wanted to ask you as a, as advising us as a new home buyers. Wouldn't you want a recession to happen for us wouldn't you not like a really bad recession but a correction in the market a significant correction, correction. yes but market. i think a it's significant yeah. correction yeah. not i'm not saying you know million dollar properties no. worth 200k right but a million dollars worth 600 or 700 you know somewhere are they around there. spy 200 the last two years <laughs> the property values definitely spiked they did to yeah. ridiculous numbers mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i've seen neighborhoods that they're million-dollar neighborhoods right now, but they're really $600,000 neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. So we need to see that correction. And yeah. it's slowly happening right now. So I think a 10% correction is, is pretty healthy. Okay. 20 I don't know if it'll happen. Mm-hmm. It might. I know a lot of people on Reddit. Yeah, <laughs> but that's do. an opportunity. Yeah. If you have a 20% correction, that's yeah. an opportunity for all realtors. So, so people that are on the fence of buying, they're waiting for that. Uh-huh. But at the same time, we none of us know what's going to happen. So my advice to people is, hey, if you want to buy and it makes sense for you after you've run your figures, your numbers with your tax person, with your financial advisor, and it those numbers do make sense, buy now. Why wait? So you can get, so strategizing now with the, with the buyers, I was mentioning this to you earlier and I've talked about it in previous podcasts, you can request the seller to provide you with credits. Hmm. The buyers now have the bargaining chip. They have the bargaining power. So you go up to a seller and say, hey, I want to buy your house, and I'll pay what you're asking for. You're, you're asking for 500000 Sure, I'll give you 500000 but I need you to give me $30,000 in credits, seller credits, to help me buy down my interest rate okay. from a 7.5. Let's just use 7.5. And, and you don't have to disclose this to the seller. This is between you and your loan officer, your broker, mm-hmm. your real estate agent. So you use the 30000 to either buy down your credit, your interest rate, mm-hmm. or you can mix and match. You can use it towards closing costs as well. So that you only sense. come in with your down payment. Mm-hmm. So with $30,000, that's a lot of money, a lot of play money. And it has to stay within the transaction. You can't just say, hey, I want to have it at the end yeah, of the transaction. Yeah, yeah, you can't. It has, it's like Chuck E. Cheese coins. So you yeah. have to uh-huh. like, use them. It's got to go e. within things. Yeah, so you have to use it. Uh, for the transaction. So you use a $30,000 to buy down your interest rate and you go from a seven and a half potentially to a 6%. So that's one hell of a deal right there that you didn't pay for. Well, I have buyers kind of push back and say, 
well, I should maybe offer four seventy versus getting the thirty thousand dollars. And when you compare the apples to apples, mm-hmm. you save a lot more money buying down using the thirty thousand to yeah. buy down the interest rate. Let's use five hundred dollars mm-hmm. a month versus you getting a, a thirty thousand dollar bargain on the property, still getting the seven and a half percent interest rate. Mm-hmm. I think your savings will only be about one hundred bucks from okay. five hundred to four seventy. Yeah. Another thing I do ask the buyers, and I asked you this last time, mm-hmm. what would you want the home to do for you as an investment as soon as you move into the home? Increase value. Go up in value. So when you buy that house at 470, you just became the architect of your own neighborhood's demise. Mm-hmm. You devalued your home. Because mm-hmm. instead of buying Absolutely. it for 500, you bought it mm-hmm. for 470, so it's valued less. Yes. So then, so then it shows up on every paper that was bought for 470 right. instead of 500. So now let's say you bought it at 470, you feel good about yourself. Yeah, but now when you go sell it, people are like, oh. No, that's, that's too, you're not going to sell it right away. Absolutely. But yeah. let's say your neighbor decides to sell. Uh-huh. You brought his. Value you're the down. high. You brought your neighbor's value down. Absolutely. You're, you're the highest selling effect. comp. Yep. Yep. Right there. So then, let's say now you the the neighbor's house gets a buyer with your mentality. Mm-hmm. This I'm referring to the buyer I'm speaking to. That buyer is going to try to get a deal on the property, for cheaper, four fifty <laughs> or four forty. Mm-hmm. So now you've become again the architect of your neighborhood's demise of mm-hmm. value wise mm-hmm. so if you pay the 500,000 the 30,000 dollars still still appears the credit is disclosed through the MLS website so all the agents can see that mm-hmm. it's not available on Redfin or Zillow but the agents have access to that 30,000 dollar credit okay. the concession but it doesn't devalue the property it keeps it intact it's healthy so at the same time you have to ask yourself, okay, what do I want? Do I want a, a cheaper payment mm-hmm. or do I truly want to get a deal? That makes sense. So valid questions. And that's why a lot of people are still on the sidelines because they want to find the perfect home mm-hmm. at the perfect time and pay the perfect, have the perfect payment. Well, ideally zero. Yeah. And you can <laughs> never time the market. Never. It's, you can you never know time the market. Right. Timing the market versus time in the market is way more crucial. Exactly. Yeah. So let's say you did buy your house at 500000 and then there was that 10% correction. Well, every year, the, the county assessor reassesses your property value. Mm-hmm. So if your property, if all property values go down. Less property tax. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So for individuals that are worried about property values are probably the ones that are going to be selling within the next two years. Mm-hmm. But someone that's looking to have a roof over their heads for the next five or 10 years, it doesn't matter what it does. Mm-hmm. So... Some strategies right there for our, our Discord members right yeah. there. Ho- hopefully, that, it's, it's, it's valuable. Yeah. So enough of my <laughs> banter. Let's let's talk a little bit more about your your move from from Michigan here to LA. Yeah, I uh, you know moved out uh, here to LA from Michigan about four years ago now uh, to pursue personal training. Um, you know, I got a bachelor's degree in health science and became a personal trainer out here in uh, California. Um, was doing that. Uh, worked my way up to a very good gym, uh, Equinox Hollywood, um, and then the pandemic hit. You know, everything kind of changed and started this live trading call, um, you know, with all the other Discord members um, from in another group is where I originated, um, but then eventually moved and took the call, um, you know, within my own group. And I realized I was making more doing this, you know, online stock trading thing 
uh, then the personal training. So I kind of stuck with it, and that's what I've been doing the past, you know, couple years. So that's that's quite a, and I, and I'll share I'll share something with viewers as well that you shared with us. It's mm-hmm. it was no walk in the park. No, I wasn't. Um, there was a time when uh, you know I was living out of my van, um, you know, working um, at at the gym, but didn't have a roof over my head. That went on for a couple months, um, just slowly grinding, you know, trying to, you know, make my way, uh, you know, just through life. Which you have, ten thousand follow, uh, ten thousand subscribers, right? And you have quite a following on TikTok as well. You worked hard. Yeah, uh, you know, I was on TikTok, you know, just as a user, kind of, you know, taking in the content, just laughing at it. You know, <laughs> I didn't, you know, seriously take being a creator until I guess, you know, you could say this year, uh, 2022. And I went from, you know, having just a few thousand followers to having 38,000 currently. Um, and I had, you know, multiple, uh, videos blow up and go viral. I think, you know, I have a total over 3 million views across all my videos. Um, one specifically having, uh, 1.5 million views. And that was, uh, the Luna dip buy. Um, <laughs> That's crypto. Was, yeah, crypto, crypto. crypto. So, uh, Luna, you know, the crypto went to zero, um, basic Terra Luna network. Um, uh, I shorted it down. I was on KuCoin shorting it. I turned like 200 into like 800. They told me to keep the short on. I would have had made so much more money. It but was, it, it was at $7. Let me let me elaborate he, this. He remembers. He, I, I live, we both live together. So I walked down and he goes, I just turned what was it fifty or hundred dollars into eight hundred? It was two hundred into eight hundred. Yeah, he turned two hundred dollars to eight hundred while I was sleeping. So then I come down I'm like, oh, what's going on? And he goes, oh, I'm just shorting this. It's going down. It's going down. It's like, all right, do one thing. Just take everything out, put a hundred dollars, and it's gonna go to zero. And he goes, why would it go to zero? It's you know, it's gonna go down maybe three dollars, four. It's like, no, it's gonna go to zero. Just do it, do it to zero, and go to bed. Whatever reason, we I didn't pressure him as much. Usually I do pressure him a lot, <laughs> yeah. you know. But I was like, all right, you know what? Fine, you made $800, so let's just leave it at that. I took 600 out. I left 200 in, you know. Uh, Had we put, how much was it? 50 or $100 down, it would have turned into $49,000 overnight. Wow, yeah. Luna didn't go to zero. It went to 0. 0.00000 something. <laughs> So that went viral. Yeah, that and and at zero point zero 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 zero, the lowest mark, this guy went again it was and eight said, zeros. "Yeah, zero. Yeah, to ten to the minus eight. And he said, "I'm buying." And he bought again. Well, this time to the upside. Was the two hundred I had left, I tried to uh, continue the short, um, but that was like when it already depegged under one dollar. You know, one, um, and it was hitting you know multiple zeros, and I got caught in the bounce and unfortunately liquidated. The uh, whole two hundred. Well, not the whole. There was four dollars left, and that four dollars I used to buy. Not short. I caught the bottom, the exact bottom of Luna. The lowest possible. What buyers bottom. are trying to do right now? Yeah, the real exactly. Estate market. Like the <laughs> lowest possible bottom. Like you said, you can't point time zero, the market. Zero, 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 like eight zeros. And so anyway, I got four point eight million coins for four dollars, <laughs> <laughs> and that blew up to at the peak when it bounced. That was worth twenty five hundred dollars. So like a 500x, I think, at the top. I ended up taking profit um, for like roughly over $1,000 from $4. That's so amazing. That's a yeah. 250x, yeah. possibly my best trade ever. You know, I would have made 
you know, probably like let's say six figures, let's call it six figures, if I had kept that short on when he had told me to with or the eight hundred I had more at the buy. You know, but um it all worked out because I got I went viral Still on TikTok money. with the four dollars that I had left turned into a thousand. So it was just a crazy experience. Yeah. Still um, made money. Still made money. It's you know, <laughs> amazing. Can't it's still mad. money. Green it's over green. two thousand dollars on a lunar trade. <laughs> so talking about crypto as well, we've we've seen that a couple of homes I think in Florida have have sold either wow. through uh, cryptocurrency, like directly, or yeah, an NFT. Yeah, it's like an NFT. Wow. Yeah, which is a non-fungible token. Yeah, NFT is, stands for non-fungible token. This mm -hmm. was created by developers who were nerds. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, so NFT <laughs> stands for a non-fungible token. It's basically like, you can think of it as like, um, you know, a pack of cards, like Pokemon cards. Um, you know, you know, NFTs could have different utilities, you know, and that could be the point of the project. But most NFTs that you see, the projects nowadays, so like going back to the Pokemon cards, um, there might be like a, a rare Pokemon, you know, or like a, a common one that, you know, you get a lot of. So that's going to be like different traits that the NFT has, the artwork, um, you know, different eyes, lips, hair, you know, colors um, to determine the rarity of the NFT. And, um, you know, there might be different utilities or, you know, uh, functions um you know special rewards that the more rarer nfts that you know when you mint or you know open the pack right you get and then that um nft that you know piece of artwork is on the blockchain it's uh, you know digitally authenticated and you know attached to your wallet signature so that's how they kind of verify ownership and then you could you know go to sell your nft you know let's say it goes up in value i think a lot of people are trying to you know, make money with NFTs by, you know, trading them. Um, you go to sell it on OpenSea and then, um, you know, you can sell it for, you know, usually it's been Ethereum, but Ethereum gas fees um, have been kind of insane. And I think that's why Ethereum is, uh, you know, taking uh, take, take a little bit of an L, but they're, uh, you know, transferring over to that new network, which is proof yeah. of stake over proof of work, um, right? So before, you know, like Bitcoin runs with, on a system with these miners, right, um, who verify the digital ledger, you know, that the blockchain essentially um, by, you know, run, doing these transactions, you know, uh, doing all these calculations um, to basically verify the transactions of, you know, cryptos being sent to each other. Mm -hmm. um, you know, so Ethereum uh, is moving or has moved to like a proof of stake system where you're basically uh, locking up or staking what it's called um, it's basically not like so it's fiat. more energy efficient that's the whole point of it you know but there's money actually that backs the ethereum is that what that is yeah like investors can just invest in staking which mm -hmm. that means that you're depositing money right. into ethereum so yeah, basically ethereum's back uh, exchanges like coinbase you know mm -hmm. you'll uh stake your ethereum on the exchange and it's like you're receiving a dividend kind of for your coin and that's basically for someone that doesn't know it's you buy this Ethereum crypto coin, and you have some sort of reassurance that there's money backing this crypto coin, correct? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Is that what that means? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then through uh, different coin tokenomics, you know, the different scarcity of different coins will determine kind of uh, how big like certain coins are, right? Like XRP, you know, is like less than a dollar. Or Doge. <laughs> right. Well, Doge is interesting tokenomics <clears throat> because there's actually a limitless supply, unlimited supply. Yeah. that can be created so we won't get into all no that. yeah yeah <laughs> i personally think there's um with crypto the main scope for it the reason why people are i think all about it it's it would remove the banks completely in order 
the only reason banks exist is because if you're sending money to me, I need to verify that transaction. That's the only reason it exists. You have cash, I have cash. I'll give it to you right now. That's not a problem. It, but you're not physical in front of me. Yeah. If you're in New, New York right now, I need to verify I'm sending it to you. They're just That's, the middleman. They're just the middleman. They're literally just the middleman. So now if you have 1,000 people doing transactions, right? He sent someone else, X has sent money to Y before, A has sent money to B. Now A wants to send it to X. Well, B has already sent it to A, X has sent it to Y, A can totally verify the transaction for X. So that it, network. That network. Yeah. It, it takes 500 or maybe, th I don't know the exact number, but it takes a bunch of transaction, puts them, links them all together, and says, hey, he sent money to him. Basically like mutual friends on Facebook. You right. find somebody new, it's like, oh, he's mutual. If it's a mutual friend, verify the transaction, boom, you remove the banks. If you remove the banks, you save so much fees. <laughs> so, and it's... Because of this freedom, mm -hmm. it's also, it's unregulated, and that's, I think, why people have fear, because they hear about these scams, mm -hmm. and they have their valid reasons and concerns, Absolutely. of course. But I know, and this is all unofficial, <clears throat> excuse me, but I believe there's a, a, C, a central bank digital coin or digital currency that's in the works right now with blockchain technology by the Federal Reserve. And okay. I wouldn't doubt that. I haven't heard of that, yeah. but that makes so much sense. Unofficially, of course. That, that makes point. so much sense. In 2023 in Dubai, they have a global conference, and the f number one topic for that global conference is crypto. And number one topic. And, I and think usually it's like EV, you know, right. or like uh, electric vehicles. Oil. Or <laughs> oil, or like, you know, how do we yeah. globalize something, but this time it's crypto. I, so think, I think crypto is like something. a slingshot right now. It's taking, it's taking a step back, yeah, huge, yeah. and it's a pullback, but... That thing's going to launch, I yeah. think, in the next coming years. And I think with blockchain technology, excuse me, mm -hmm. you'll be able to purchase a home in the future just through, uh, just without the need of, you know, I mean, if you can yeah. verify transaction, you can put private loan buyers on there. You could put, you know, home buyers, private loan yeah. people. Everyone, everyone's on the same technology. And, and I don't know if this technology integrated. or this idea is out there yet, and you heard it first. You yeah. heard it here first. Yeah. <laughs> we talked about it, and, uh, an, an Airbnb NFT. Explain me more. So you can, and I just, I don't know how, when I came up with this, but, okay. and I don't know if it'll work. But let's say I buy a, an investment property uh -huh. and I mint an NFT. I don't know how many, what's the minimum amount of NFTs that you can create. Well, you can let's, set it, you know, custom parameters. Let's say know, 500 right? NFTs. Mm -hmm. And let's say 300 NFTs. Let's just use 300. And I bought this investment home and I mint it as an NFT, and whoever owns this NFT, the utility of it is kind of like a timeshare. Time you can use it following the schedule, of course, mm -hmm. people, and then there's limits, so everyone gets a fair share to enjoy the property. And I, like that. I call That's it the- It's a brilliant idea. Yeah, so you build a That's bunch of hype for the project, you know, yeah. there's a bunch of different potential Airbnbs that, you know, you could get, and then everyone, you know, mints, you know, the NFT and hoping to get whatever access to the property yeah Pretty because cool. nfts are just all about utility right yeah. mm -hmm. so that would be one of the utilities access to this beach home and you have to sign the waivers of course make sure that you don't destroy the property and leave it nice and tidy for the next yeah. user yeah but that's just an idea i had and i'm not this web 3.0 guy yeah <laughs> I, i'm more i'm into crypto but nft is a little out of my Space. Mine too. Yeah, that yeah. could be the future of NFTs and utilities. You know, yeah. Uh, so that's why. Yeah, Airbnb. that's why I feel like it's there's a future for you know concert ticket NFTs, movie ticket movie NFTs. Tickets, it's like yeah. rap and hip hop. You know, collaborating yeah, real estate and NFTs and crypto. <laughs>
So let's let's talk a little bit more about your your failure with not necessarily your personal failure, but just the failure of Solana Beauties because yeah. it was a, it was a beautiful project. I did try to launch. Um, it was the second NFT project um, that I made, and my first one went all right. Um, you know, the utility of that project was you got access to Titan Trades. You know, my option trading Discord. The second NFT Solana Beauties. It was coming up around the time of. Um, Breast Cancer Awareness Month, so I had this idea to do this female profile pic NFT. Um, you know, I found people to do artwork, had artwork made up, um, but also a little tip or you know secret about the NFT world. You know, you see those projects that have like ten thousand uh, you know pieces of artwork. No one drew out those ten thousand you know different NFTs. They use kind of like AI code to generate them, right? Mm-hmm. So um, had all had. You know, I found a partner that could make the code um, and generate all the NFTs. So we partnered up and I, you know, tried to get uh, the project off the ground by loaning money um, for marketing purposes. Um, over the course of a couple months, unfortunately, gave money to scammers um, to promote the project. And, you know, it, it was untraceable and um, anonymous people I couldn't track down and get the money back from. So unfortunately, it just became like a money pit and there wasn't enough interest in the project. The promoters that, you know, were legit or, you know, didn't take off the, take off with the money and run, uh, basically did the bare minimum. And what they did was, uh, these, uh, promotional Twitter accounts that would load the discord with bots. You know, they weren't real people that had real interest with the project. They would, you know, give money to the promoter and they would do these raffles and people would use bots to try and win the raffles by posting, you know, proof, that they did the task or whatever it was to join the Discord, right? Um, so we'd load the Discord up with these fake accounts, you know, or not, you know, people not interested in the project. So uh, when it t- came time to mint the project, uh, you know, very little uh, minting occurred. So, uh, and then also what happened, ultimately my partner um, stole the mint funds. I noticed about an hour into the uh, project that the funds were being transferred away from the... Uh, wallet the shared wallet so you know basically called screw it screw that guy yeah um, <laughs> so past year just been you know repaying the debt you know to my nft investors um, true to your so, word yeah yeah and which i actually very much respect apart yeah. from you know I, I i'm sorry you went through that failure right but to be very honest and i'm this might sound very shitty of me but if I was in your position, I would literally have told my investors, you took the risk of loaning me the money as an NFT project. Everyone knew NFT was just, nobody knew what the scope of it was, right? right. Everyone and, just got caught up in the hype. Cause, yeah, and the yeah. fact that you're still being a humble human being and paying those loan people their loan back. Like, I hats off, dude. Seriously. Like, it, it would... It, it, That's major props right that, there. Because, that is. Yeah, because, because it's like saying you gave me money to invest in real estate when the market was going down. And I took a gamble. You know, let's yeah. say 08 happened and I took a gamble. Mm-hmm. And let's say we all lost money. I'm still working my ass off, maybe doing whatever I am to pay you off, you know. Especially when you knew that, that you were taking the risk of either making big or losing it all. Yeah. You know. And he's paying back the people who are do, ready to do that, you know, which is hats off, dude. Yeah. Yeah, so my hat, yeah, my hat off to you. Thank yeah. you. Appreciate it. You know, so I spent uh, time just uh, putting all my effort back into the Discord, and it's worked because we've grown from, I think I, I was at like three, 4,000 users to now over 10,000. Yeah, yeah. So, I've seen that. 
and it's it's a beautiful community and yeah. everyone it's contributes. It's a nice hub for traders. Yeah, it is. And everyone contributes, shares ideas. There's different types of uh, sub chats, like off topic. Yeah, like yeah. small account chat. <laughs> yeah, crypto. Because sometimes uh, you get so involved, you want to talk about all these other things. Yeah. So you're like, all right, let's just make a different time. And, it, and everyone talks about, hey, what's going on? Like, what mm -hmm. are you doing over the weekend? Yeah. And, you know, how's your day? Everyone's very friendly. And, mm -hmm. and there's people from all over, yeah, all yeah. over the US. And is it all over the world or no? All over the world, yeah. Okay. We have international, um, you know, users. Yeah, we have people in Canada, we have people in India. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, international. <laughs> we got people in Saudi. We had that one guy who was from Saudi Arabia. Remember when mm -hmm. Lucid was taking place? Mm -hmm. He went from Saudi. He was in Germany or something studying, and he was in masters. And he's like, "Oh, you know, what do you guys think of Lucid?" And I was like, "Oh, something, yeah, you know, from the UK coming yeah. from yeah." And so yeah, we got people from all over, which is really nice. Different perspectives, yeah, and yeah. That, global that, perspective. Yeah, global perspective is so important. Like yeah. I don't think we realize like. We wake up and we're like, oh, what's the economy doing in America? But you forget, we rely on China, yeah, India, yeah. Hong Kong. We rely on everyone too. And we're you know? affecting them and with affecting, the rate hikes exactly, as well. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So everything goes hand in hand. Yeah. You know, so Same thing with this. And you guys are future buyers and mm -hmm. people, my, my current viewers, they're you know about my age, you know, 35, 44. So, and I told you from before, I'm like web 2.0. You guys are yeah. web 3.0. 3 <laughs> I come from the Napster era, Shazam. Yeah. Was it a Kazam? I think it was. It was Morpheus, the Pirate Bay, <laughs> <laughs> Torrent, LimeWire. LimeWire. Mm -hmm. I'd be. All the old gen internet. It was like 9 p.m. and I was right there down making my download. I started initiating my downloads because <laughs> <laughs> that phone would ring during the day and there, there went my download. Print the map quest direction. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you would print them out. He remembers that. Kevin, the camera guy, my bro. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he, I, I used to be a notary back in 2005, 2006. Mm -hmm. I was alone. I was starting to be a loan officer around that time. And then, but at the same time, it was commission only, so I needed to supplement some income. So I became a loan signing agent. He was about, what, 10 years old? And I would take him with me to uh, all over the place wow. with my MapQuest directions. That's so that's how he got introduced into the to the biz. Mm -hmm. So Interesting. Uh, like, like I said, you guys with your TikToks, with mm -hmm. your discords, with your influencers, the main key is, okay, have a plan in place, incorporate Absolutely. yourselves, it's not just about the glory, the the viral videos, mm -hmm. the money. It's about what you can keep. Exactly. <laughs> and we continue getting. Absolutely. Right. So have that plan in place. Work on your credit. Yep. Money, you guys are generating that, so you guys are set. Mm -hmm. But also, you know, have that plan in place to when the time comes, you buy the home. So, uh, Jay, tell, tell us a little bit more about, you know, your 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 success. What what has inspired you to continue your investor uh, journey? Um, good question. Um, well, I I moved here when I was 18, moved from India. I permanently moved here. I'd lived in the States for about two years before, um, when I was, I think, 14, 15. Um, permanently moved here for college. Met a friend who walked into a conversation and said, hey, I'm like, can we go out and get lunch? I'm like, what's going on? Everything okay? He's like, I just lost $300. I'm like... I'm 18, you know, $300 That's a lot. lot of money. Right. Um, especially I moved here and I'm, I'm working a job, you know. I, my parents still live in India, so I'm by myself here. Um, so I was like, oh, what happened? How'd you lose money? He goes, man, Twitter suck. I lost it all on Twitter, which ironic now that, you know, Twitter private. is. Yeah, it's <laughs> private now. But um, yeah, he was the first one. Um, shout out to Mike. 
But he basically walked in. He said, I lost a bunch of money on Twitter. I'm like, oh, what? How do you lose money on an app? It's like a thing you download on your phone. Basically got me into stocks. You know, he told me what stock market was, got into investing then. Then I started looking up like anybody would do. Uh, how to invest in stocks, you know? On YouTube. On YouTube. Yeah. People were telling me how to read these forms, you know, how to read um, basically a profit and loss forms of all companies, you know? Um, basically Warren Buffett style is what they were telling me to do. Um, came across Tesla. There's an Indian movie. I don't know if I've told you about this. There's an Indian movie called Tarzan, T-A-R-Z-A-N, which is not about Tarzan at all. It's about a car that drives itself. It basically tears apart itself, and then it gets up together on its own, puts itself together, and drives on its own. And then reading about Tesla, the main scope or the main motive for Elon was to do full self-driving. My friend at the time had a Tesla. I went into his car. Um, this was um, I got off work. I used to work at a restaurant. I got off work. We were in the parking lot, and I had to walk to the third floor to get to my car. He goes, watch this. He pressed a button. His car just came right to him. From the third floor? Yeah, from the third floor, right to him. He's like, you got to be kidding me. You did not just do this. He said, yeah, man, this is Tesla. You didn't know about this? I'm like, I did. I read about it, but I didn't know it was this serious. Like, it, it's already moving up this so, fast. So what happens if someone gets ran over by the... Uh... Oh, I, I don't know. Anyways, <laughs> but I was more interested in the fact a car is driving In which on case own. the stock would go up. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was more interested in the fact that growing up, I had seen and seen things built out of batteries, you know, and the fact that no one had done it sounded so simple to put a bunch of AA batteries in an engine. It sounds simple. Think about it. It's literally batteries with a copper wire to yeah. run four tires. It sounds so simple. How has nobody done it yet? You know, especially when it's saving this much of, you know, carbon or special interest groups. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. And that's when I realized, like, he told me, dude, you know, there's people out there, lobbyists or whatever, special interest groups. Right. And so that's why I was like, oh, this is mind mind blowing. The car looked phenomenal. The first Roadster looks crazy. It looks great. You know, so I decided I was like, you know what, I'm going to invest in this company. And I at the time, Model S was out and every day they would do over the air upgrades. How do you just modify a car over a software? We have never seen that in future. We have never seen that till now, you know? And that's what made me be like, hey, I'm going to risk my money in here. Um, basically invested in the stock, and that was it. You know, I and I stuck with it. I never sold. I Even at the split, people told me, hey, it's going to split. You should sell some or do... No, why, why sell? Where, where did you get the money to invest? Um, you know, I got, I got it from other sources. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, I primarily did. Um, mommy and daddy did help me out, so not going to lie. But um, you got to understand, I was, they were to owe me that money for my school education anyways. I never wanted to go to school, first things first. That's I never what wanted I was getting to go at, what the money was yes. supposed to be for. So the money was supposed to be for school. I was, I hated school. I never wanted to go to school. Um, but they wanted me to get a degree. And I said, if you want me to get a degree, you're paying for my degree. You're not paying for my roof over my head. When I moved to the States, you're paying for my degree. They said, okay, we'll pay whatever it takes. I went to community college because it was cheaper. I didn't want them to pay $50,000 sure. a year. So taking get stuck with student loans. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. taking community college route, I basically calculated. It took me $25,000, two years, of, three years of community college, and two years of um, Cal State Long Beach, which, which is the school I go to, university. Um, it, took, it takes about 25 to 30 grand to get all five years through. So I called my mom and I said, hey, give me 25 grand up front now. And that's when it all started, you know, and that's, you know, thank you, mama. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I did take the risk and it was on me. You know, if I had lost that money, I was paying for my own tuition. I had to get a degree. Yeah. If I didn't get a degree, they didn't want to see my face. Right. They said, don't come back. Beautiful. It was that that's simple. Beautiful. Yeah, but, and that's those, amazing. And, and that's how it always <laughs> been, you know. And so, yeah, that's where I got it. And since then, I've, you know, I've 
seeing seeing just not Tesla, but I've also been in other companies. I've, I deeply look at BYD, which I think is the next biggest competitor to Tesla. No one talks about it. No one's ever seen a word about it. No one ever has even thought of it, looks at the numbers. They just delivered more cars than Tesla last month. Who's that again? BYDDY. Build your dreams. Okay. Yeah. It goes by the ticker BYDDY because it's not listed on, you know, our... And this is not financial advice? This is not This is not financial <laughs> advice, but this is just what I think is that they are a good competitor for Tesla. Maybe not in the full self-driving realm of area, which is why I'm primarily invested in Tesla, but BYD seems a really good company. We've seen They're, a lot of different Tesla competitors, you know, yeah. like NEO or NEO, XPeng, all those, I think all those... Nicola. <laughs> Nicola. Oh, forget yeah. about Nicola. Yeah. <laughs> You know, Nicola ended up coming out and saying, um, actually shorted that company. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, great. Great. I think I caught it on the one day that the stock doubled. We all caught it on the first day, I think for like a good percentage. And then we were like, yeah, I, I, the hydrogen thing was never going to, I knew that guy was, well, they rolled a car down a hill. Yeah. Yeah. It was like four parts. Milton's facing 20 years in prison. Oh yeah. So he's gone. So that's for another podcast. Yeah. (laughs) He's gone. (laughs) So, yeah, the, a lot of other companies did boom, but no one, I, I don't think people realize, but Warren Buffett, got to give it to him, he invested in the company. He bought 8% of BYD, um, I think it was 2002 or three, because he knew the world electrification was coming. He just wasn't sure it was going to be this fast or how soon, you know. So give it to him, you know. The man invested about two decades before even this whole boom happened. Right, but none um, of the other competitors have. Yeah. The X factor that the Tesla X, has, yes, which, which, is, yeah. which is Elon, yeah, <laughs> yeah. which is basically yeah. Elon, you know, mad scientist. Yeah, well, you pe- can talk about Elon. For yeah, hours. I could talk about him all day, but the main thing to keep in mind is he keeps himself in the news every day. Every day he's in the news for one with thing or Twitter, the other with Twitter, recently. politics, stocks, yeah. anything. So everyone knows who he is. Yeah, it's branding yourself, right. you know. Exactly what uh, sounds really wrong, but this is what Trump did. He branded himself all his life. Trump Tower, Trump this, Trump that, yeah. Trump everything. Branding yourself is a big thing. Kylie Jenner. That's you know, what we Kylie need to do skin. with Coffee with Pros. Exactly. <laughs> Kylie Skin. That's what know? I kind of aim to do. You know, my Titan uh, nickname, you know, I Titan Bright was like a teeth whitening kit company I started. Body by Titan was my fitness brand name. So the Titan is, mm-hmm. you know, my personal brand that extends into whatever business, you know, I might open. So Yeah. So I, I think that. he extended the brand name so wide that, you know, luckily we don't pay anything for advertisement and stuff. So that's really good. But I think the man's crazy, man. <laughs> the man's. Yeah, I love he's him. got, you know, like other projects going. I don't know where he finds time I, to I, do I, it I, all, yeah. you know, between Neuralink, Starlink. Uh, Hyperloop. Now <laughs> Hyperloop. Optimus, you know, iRobots. It, it's it's Full impossible. Self-driving itself will change our society. Sure. Yeah. Right? Yeah, Absolutely. It's it's impossible. It's as you and I to sit here. It it takes us. You know, we're spending time here. But think about the man who's running. So you've got real estate. You've got this podcast. Maybe you have one more thing, and maybe you have a family. Yeah. Right? This man has not just that. He's got five other things. But he's got money, and he's got assistance. He's got money, <laughs> and he's got assistance. Absolutely. Which we don't have. Which we don't have. Absolutely. <laughs> Very but, little of it, but we're working to get a lot of it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And it, you know, like the saying says, the harder you work, the luckier you get. Yeah. You know, so you work hard, you you you'll make it up there. You know, it's just. Yeah, we will. It just takes time and consistency. I feel like. Guys, well, special thanks to you guys. Thank you, uh, Doug, and thank you, Steve or Kevin. 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 Yeah. And a special thanks again to Scrub, Deep Patel, absolutely, Hefe. Yep. All the Titan Trades admins. Playmaker X, yep. (laughs) All right, guys, thanks. And to our viewers. Thank you for having us. Our pleasure, yeah.